0: Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Green Mountain Dental Group. I'm Henry Chisholm and um, we have bad news, uh, which is too bad. Um, We were on like a nice stretch there, like a week, maybe even more than a week, where things were trending in the right direction and there was a lot of positive momentum being built up and it seemed like everything that came out made it seem more likely that we were going to get football sooner rather than later that streak ended. And um, that's what we're talking about today is the fact that we didn't really get a decision from the PAC 12 CEO group yesterday, like we thought we would. Um, And we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, There are some other notes we need to get to as well. But first, how about talking about my good friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group? So, Green Mountain Dental is located in Lakewood. It's about a 15-minute drive from downtown Denver. It's super convenient. It's a family-owned business and also, you know, a partner of ours here at DNVR, and when you support them, then you are also supporting us basically equally, so we really appreciate when you do that. Um, There are other reasons to go to Green Mountain Dental. Uh, They're big Colorado sports fans, for one, so support them for that reason as well, but also if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you can get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group. It's a great deal. Um, And, you know, it's just one more reason to to give them a shot out there to go see what's up. You know, our our own Lindsay Sauer, our sales director, was out there, um, I guess, a couple months ago. Uh, to get her wisdom teeth out she said it was the best experience she'd ever had with a dentist um, they were they were all very helpful um, and uh, you know the the dentist is like following up sending her cards all that kind of stuff um, it's a great family run business and uh, it's also a great partner of ours here at dmvr and specifically for the dmvr buffs podcast because they are the pre- presenting sponsor so um, again get yourself a free sonicare toothbrush by scheduling a cleaning x-ray and exam at green mountain dental group it's a great deal so take advantage okay um so like i was saying not good news but almost equally you could say just not news at all uh they had that meeting yesterday the pac-12 ceo group on friday and i expected to hear that the season was coming back uh, at the conclusion of that meeting. That isn't what happened. Um, uh, I'll just read the press release that um, the uh, PAC-12 sent out following uh, that meeting. Uh, So this is a statement from the PAC-12 CEO group. Again, that's uh, a high-ranking representative of every school, presidents, chancellors, you know, and they all get together and decide what is best. And uh, that is what happens. These guys are the ones with all the power, Pac-12 CEO Group. So here's the statement from the Pac-12 CEO Group. The Pac-12 CEO Group had an informative and productive meeting earlier today. We plan to reconvene this coming Thursday, September 24th, to make a decision regarding a possible return to play Prior to January one, the health and safety of our student athletes and all those connected to Pac twelve sports will continue to be our number one priority in all of our decision making. So, there you go. Um, you know, I'm sure a whole bunch of like really important things were happening in that meeting, and they were talking, and good stuff came of that. But from our perspective as outsiders the easy answer here is that nothing happened. You know, there's no real change to what we expect. I mean, maybe they they did say, like, they're going to reconvene Thursday, and there's a good chance they'll make a decision. So I guess that is the one thing that we really learned here. And this was a day that I expected, and a lot of other people expected, um, to be the day that they say, we are going to uh, find a way to play this fall. And the reason I felt that way is because of all of the very good reporters in the Pac-12 and uh, nationally covering college football, who have been following this, and uh, I mean, really doing a great job. And it starts with John Wilner, who we talk about a lot on this podcast. But he, uh, I think he was probably the, f- I think he was the first to say that meeting was happening, and that was Monday before the Big Ten decision. Um, and he's had a lot of great information throughout. Um, also guys like, um, you know, Pete Thamel's a good one from Yahoo, Bruce Feldman, um, from the athletic, uh, probably that trio has gotten the majority of all the news out. Um, I do want to talk about some of the stuff that John Wilner was tweeting today though, Saturday morning, um, because I do think that it's relevant, um, and concerning, uh, here's what he had to say: um, Breaking, deep frustration in Pac-12 over delay and management of return. Many schools want to play 10:31 uh, or Halloween. Hope to announce this morning. Um, conference about to have its Big Ten chaos moment. Um, he also tweeted, "The Pac-12 had been a tight knit, unified ship for months, or, or for six months." That has ended. Head coaches and athletic directors are deeply frustrated. Um, source talk within Pac 12 that it could announce this morning that games would start Halloween. Then some presidents pushed back. UCLA not ready, possibly a few others. So there are some notes here. Um, you understand the frustration. And I think that the frustration that the coaches have and the athletics directors have or have, um, is very similar to the frustration that fans have. Um, and honestly, the frustration that I have as well, uh, because I want this to come back. Um, and the problem here is that, huh, the, for to be eligible for the college football playoff, you have to have your season done in time for the selection show. Makes sense. This isn't like a statement that has probably ever had to have been said before, because it's like, well, duh. But now we're in the situation where you're running out of time to get a season in before that date, which is in the middle of December, um, December twentieth. I want to say off the top of my head. Um. So by not announcing a decision today and instead saying uh, about a week from now we'll come to a decision, you basically just cut off one week from the front end of this season Um, or at least it'd be pretty easy to see it that way maybe that isn't exactly how it works um, but you are losing a week of something you know before all of this got to this point um, we were expecting to have a kind of normal uh, college football season you'd play your 12 games maybe there'd be no fans um, but nothing had been canceled at that point. And when we were having those conversations about what this is going to look like, um, and can you get the season started on time? Remember, these are the conversations from probably uh, early July. Um, one of the things that came out of those conversations was the coaches saying that they need eight weeks to get their team ready. Um, there, there was a series of webinars. I think it was like four days where each day you hear from three of the Pac-12 football coaches, and maybe it was like three days and four coaches each day, I can't remember. But during that, the general consensus, and I think, I don't think anybody said anything different, was that you just need to have eight weeks to get everybody ready to go. Well, in the last couple of days, we've heard reports from those guys who I just named um, that have said that they've they're willing to take like six weeks or even less than six weeks because there is such a short clock um, because you are really pushing up against that mid-December deadline by pushing the decision back a week it just makes things harder maybe that means the season starts a week later and instead of playing seven games you play six games or instead of six games you play five games um, or maybe they, they are able to still make a Halloween start work, but you're losing one of your weeks of practice um, that would have started on Monday. Uh, teams could have started, started Monday and, and their ramp up all the way through um, their build up to Halloween, their first game. Um, you're losing something here, whether it's a week of practice, whether it's a game, and that is where that frustration comes from. And it, it makes a lot of sense especially at this point when you have the daily testing. And, you know, things, things still aren't going great. There were more cancellations today in college football, um, some crazy stories about teams being down. I, I can't remember who it was, um, but it was a tweet from one of those guys, and, and they, they said I think six starters were missing from um, one of the teams because uh, of a combination of different things, including coronavirus and the contact tracing And overall, there was like 20 guys in the two deep who were missing. Um, So starters and their primary backups, your top 44 players, essentially. Um, That's a lot. And that makes things hard. And they were able to find a way to play. Other teams haven't. Uh, I know before yesterday, I think we were at 15 cancellations or postponements and 28 games played, only counting FBS football. And there were more games played today and fewer cancellations, so that ratio is constantly changing. Um, But, you know, it it, it hasn't been just like a a smooth path for the the conferences that have been playing. But with the daily testing, you should be able to get rid of some of that. And there is so much momentum. And we've seen the Big Ten essentially say exactly that. Well, now we have this. We can make everything work. Um, And they moved so quickly. Uh, and it appeared as though they moved so quickly from the time they realized that they could get that testing until the time that they said we're going to make this season happen and maybe there was more going on behind the scenes and in a different world maybe the Pac-12 doesn't say anything about Quidel maybe they don't sign the deal with Quidel that gives them that daily testing until the upcoming wednesday and then on thursday they have their meeting and say we're coming and you're like oh wow they did this all so quickly it's all about the optics um, in a lot of ways and uh you know what it is disappointing and it is very frustrating for so many reasons um but it's where we are right now and uh we can dig into uh, some more of that but also some more boss related news uh some good news some pretty wild news um but first i want to give a, a quick shout out to breckenridge brewery uh, which makes the official beer of dnvr uh last night i had a lot of breckenridge beers i had strawberry skies i had a couple of avalanches um and then i forget what i finished the night with but i do think that there was a third kind um It was a great night except for the Nuggets losing. Boy, was that frustrating. Um, It was kind of crazy, though. Um, You know, this is... It seems like all my Breckenridge ad spots kind of just get twisted around into talking about the DNVR bar. But I got there at like 4 yesterday. It's a 7 o'clock game. I had some stuff to work on over there. And uh, by 6, I think before 6... They had to start turning people away because of the 50-person limit. And that was the first playoff game that wasn't RSVP only. It was just first come, first serve for like a whole bunch of different reasons. But that place was electric, Um, especially in that first quarter before the fouls started getting called and the turnovers started. um, Things got out of hand, but it was a lot of fun. And uh, we drank a lot of beers. And there were Breckenridge beers, and that's what makes me so happy. Um, because they are just so good. Um, yeah, if you want to try Breckenridge beer, obviously you can come down to the DMVR bar whenever you want. Um, you can also use the beer locator on the Breckenridge Brewery website, and it will tell you all of the different places where you can buy whatever beer it is that you want to try. Whether that's the uh, Strawberry Sky or the Avalanche, like I had, or uh, the Vanilla Porter Jr. or. Uh, the mango mosaic there are so many good ones uh it's worth trying them all but uh use that beer locator to see where you can try whatever it is that you do want to try even if you're out of state breckenridge beers are sold in 36 states so you can find them more often than not so do that uh also gotta give a quick shout out to world golf tour Uh, wgt is the official gaming partner of dnvr um, and it's also the most popular mobile golf game in the world there are over 20 million players including a few hundred of us from dnvr who are playing in tournaments every week and they are a lot of fun if you guys haven't gotten in yet uh, it's time to go to dnvrgolf.com and download WGT so you can start playing with us. You can join the DMVR3 clubhouse, um, and all the turns will be posted in there every week. Um, it's, it's just so much fun, and there are so many cool courses um, with Bethpage Black, Pebble Beach, Bandon Dunes, St Andrews, Wolf Creek. You can play close to the hole. You can play match play. You can play stroke play. So many different games. There's a Top Golf mode as well. Um, you can play with real brands like Titleist, Callaway, Ping, TaylorMade, and more. So go to dmvrgolf.com and download WGT golf today and then join the DMVR three clubhouse so you can start playing with us. Okay. Um, I think that that is most of what we need to cover in terms of the Pac 12. Um, maybe we'll start to hear some news leak out this week before thursday's meeting how things are trending uh you know the 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 news that was leaking out last week was that there was a good chance uh we were going to get a decision so basically it's holding pattern until thursday as frustrating as that sounds um but thursday could be the day and it's time to start uh preparing for that day now we got all hyped up for friday we didn't get what we wanted now it's time to get hyped up for thursday Um, let's just briefly touch on a a bit of news from the buffs and it's a weird story. It's, um, a really weird story. So let's just start here. I, uh, I noticed on Instagram that a lot of the buffs were hiking, um, Thursday, I believe that was. Um, and, and seriously, a lot of the buffs were hiking, like half of the buffs that I follow on Instagram posted something. I was like, wait, what is going on here for all of these guys be hiking? Turns out they were all hiking together, um, on Mount Sanitas. Um, and there were over 100 of them. And according to the police or whoever's in charge of this, uh, they weren't wearing masks, they weren't really social distancing, and uh, there there are rules against that. Um, the the Daily Camera and Mitchell Byers, uh, they did this, Mitchell got the story, wrote it, um, and essentially, the city of Boulder ticketed uh, the football team, um, and the ticket goes to uh, the, the director of football operations, which is Brian McGinnis. Um and it's uh technically a violation of a public health order. Um, the The story from the Daily Camera outlines all of this. If you have more questions about, it, you should go there. A couple more key points. Um, so they didn't get a large group permit, which you're supposed to get um, if you have a group of more than twenty four, and uh, they were obviously well well over that number. Um, The rangers said that there were 108 people in the group. There are videos of them not wearing masks or not staying socially distant. Um, Right now, the the city, no, I guess it would be the county of Boulder is discouraging groups of more than 10 from going on the trails. They were well over that. And there are some good quotes in the story as well um, that you should go read. Um, Basically, the representatives of Boulder saying, we don't like that we're doing this. We don't like giving out citations for breaking these regulations, um, but I, I think the word they use is egregious. You know, when when the offense is so egregious, you just kind of have to do it. You can't look your, you can't look the other way when it's a hundred of them. Um, so that's going on as well. If I'm being totally honest i wasn't even really sure whether we should talk about it on the podcast because in the end it it, like it matters follow the laws social distance that stuff is important but also i mean we're not really going to hear about this again and it's not going to affect anything like if you had never heard that this happened then you would never know that it happened because it it doesn't affect what happens on the field and that's what this podcast is supposed to be about, even though it gets harder by the day. Um, okay. So we covered that. Um, ooh, one more bit of news. And that is a new commitment for the buffs. Um, uh, the fourth commitment of this class, you remember the first two, a couple of very, I think I pair of potential t- top 50 prospects. Um, the newest commitment comes from javon ruffin who's from new orleans um has lived a bunch of different places because his father michael ruffin um has gotten a bunch of different jobs in the nba and in basketball in various ways um he's from cherry creek michael ruffin is uh, javon's father he played 11 years in the nba um Good jeans. I think we might spend some time early next week digging in a little bit more into some basketball stuff, um, but good news. Got the commitment, and uh, that's good news. Uh, anything else today? Oh, before we get out of here, I want to give you guys a DraftKings pick of the week, and that pick of the week is going to be, uh, it's, it's actually been kind of a tough one. And the toughest part has been deciding when people are going to listen to this podcast. It's going to be posted, like, Saturday afternoon, evening-ish. So I guess that does open up pretty much anything for tomorrow. Um, In terms of the Sunday night game, which is where I'm confident people will listen to this first, I think the Patriots are some good value at plus 165. I think that game is a toss-up, and I also think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So why not have some action on it? Because that does just make it more fun to watch um, but I do think that there's some other value. So I'm just going to run through a couple of these games. Um, uh, so, you know, the Vikings, plus 148 on the money line to the Colts. Uh, the Vikings are better than the Colts, and they're on the road. But if my understanding of geography is correct, Minnesota isn't all that far from Indianapolis. Um, so how much is home field going to matter when there's no crowds? Um Another underdog, the Rams, plus 110 against the Eagles. The Rams looked real good against the Cowboys. I think they can run the ball. The Eagles fell apart. It's kind of tough to judge the Eagles because they did look good when they were up 17-zip, but then when they lost, I think it was 24-17 uh, to the Washington football team, that's a bad look, and uh, I think that the Rams probably get that game as well, and it's good value. Um, one more quick one. The Jags, plus 280 against the Titans, those teams are more evenly matched than you would think. And also Visca. And I will never feel bad about putting money on Visca and being wrong. It's kind of where I'm at. You know, it's like betting on the home team where it's like, ah, you know what happens, but I can't be too upset with the decision to bet on a team I like. So, yeah. Um... You can uh, start betting on sports if you haven't yet, um, If assuming you're in one of the states where that's legal, um, but uh, when you do make that decision that you want to start betting on sports, go to DraftKings Sportsbook. That's um, such a great choice for your sports betting for a bunch of different reasons. They give you so many things you can bet on. It's super easy to pull your money back out after you win. Um, and they always have awesome odds boosts. I think that through DraftKings Sportsbook, you can get a 25% odds boost on a bet on every game tomorrow on the NFL slate. So for each game, every bet you make, I went through and I think I bet on five of the games and I got a 25% profit boost. For each one of those, and that just makes it so much better. Um, so, download the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook or the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, because there are so many different perks that you can get using the code DNVR during or using the code DNVR will get you a sign-up bonus up to a thousand dollars. Uh, for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. I think that might do it for today. Um, time to go watch Miami and Louisville because that's going to be a really fun game. Um yeah, we'll start talking more about these college football games. They, it, it, if you guys listen to the draft podcast, you probably heard that, that even though there is college football, like I think this Miami-Louisville game is actually the first ranked matchup. A lot of these games have been really lopsided, but it's because we're phasing in. And I think next week we get the SEC back, which will make things a lot better and deeper, um, especially because the Big 12 hasn't been impressive and the ACC is never impressive. Um, you can watch Clemson because of Trevor Lawrence and those guys, but you're going to watch them win by a lot, which is what happened today. So yeah, that's going to do it. I'll see you guys later. Uh,